Hello, how are you, podcast world? This is Adam McRoberts, Big Things Crewing, here to help you do big things. Uh, so, it is February 25th, uh, 7.15 a.m., and I am driving a big truck up into the mountains, so I'm not sure how much reception I'm going to have, but I'm going to talk for a little bit. Uh, it is the day of my birth, um, 45 years ago. Um, it's crazy. I don't know how it works. You just you wake up one day and you're 45 years old and you're you know working a job you don't like. You're in recovery and big things are happening in your life on the sideline. How, how does it all work? How does it all happen? I really don't know. But here I am, and I'm thankful to be here. Glad to be here. Um, I'd like to start my days off with a a prayer. It's a a common prayer many of you have probably heard. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Thy will be done with this podcast and everything else in the rest of my day. So, yeah, um, <clears throat> I guess I'll just talk a little bit about myself. I'm pretty new to the podcast world. Um, pretty new to um, sobriety and recovery. So I'll get into that without getting too deep into it, I guess. I've had problems with addiction uh, most of my adult life, um, mostly to alcohol, and... I gave up drinking alcohol almost four years ago, three and a half years ago, on my own, by my own volition, by my own power. I'm sure that uh, my guardian angels had some protection over me while I did that because looking back, I don't know how I did it on my own with no support. In fact, I almost didn't even tell anybody about it other than just a few people that are really close to me in my life. Uh, I was at a really, really low spot in my life, and for a good 20 years, 25 years, I've been using alcohol to celebrate. I used it when I was sad, I used it when I was mad, and, you know, for a few years it worked. It helped me, until it didn't anymore, and I recognized that it was time to give it up. And I tried quitting probably a thousand times before that. Like, no joke. Probably, probably a thousand. You know? Okay, I'm going to quit on Monday. I'm going to drink my nuts off all weekend long, but I'm going to quit on Monday. I'm going to start fresh. And Monday's a good day to start clean. And I find myself going to work on Monday, hungover. Feeling awful about myself suffering through a day of work and I get home on Monday night and what do I do? So this went on and on and on. Well, maybe I'll quit on Wednesday. You know, Wednesday, feeling good about it. I'm going to quit. I'll go to work all day long. Feeling good. Yes, this is the day. Feeling good about myself. This is it. I'm going to go home. I have no alcohol at home. I'm not going to buy any. 
you know, as soon as I get off work, guess what I'm craving? Guess what I need to quell the pain? So it was a cycle. It was a vicious cycle. And eventually I found myself in this really, really low spot. And I knew that something had to be done. I had this turning point and it was it was like I knew I was either gonna slowly kill myself with alcohol or I was gonna kill myself because I couldn't quit and nothing was going right in my life um, a million failed relationships a million failed jobs wasn't happy with anything, and um, I just knew something had to be done. So almost four years ago, through sheer power and strength, and maybe some hidden power of, from up above, I white-knuckled it and quit. And once I was, you know, two or three weeks into that, and I hadn't had a drink, I knew I wasn't going to be turning back. I knew that I was the hardest part was over. I had never really gone that long without alcohol and I knew that uh, I wasn't going to go back. At the time I told myself, you know, I was going to quit for a year. I, I, I wasn't able to say to myself, never again, um, but the time, by the time uh, that year was up, I knew for a fact I, I, couldn't, I couldn't drink yet. I wasn't better. I hadn't healed. It's not like I was working a program or doing anything to get better. So by the time a year came up, uh, yeah, I just I, I just knew that if I had one drink, you know, it would just, within a week, I'd, I'd be right back to where I was before. And I knew that in my heart. So um, just stayed off the booze. And, you know, wasn't completely sober was still self-medicating with some other stuff and uh, so by the time a couple years went by um, like I said I wasn't getting better wasn't healing I was still kind of a mess inside so um, decided to go see a therapist and she thought that I could benefit from some medication and some therapy and it seemed to help for a little while and the next time I went back to see her um, she thought that I might be able to benefit from some medication for my ADHD. You know, she had diagnosed me with a couple different things, and ADHD being one of them. And so uh, she prescribed me Adderall. And I thought that was pretty awesome because, you know, I had recreationally tried it a couple times before, had some pretty good luck with it, loved it. I was able to focus, get a lot of things done. So uh, she prescribed me this Adderall, and it took about two days to get out of control, you know. And I, I wrote her back and told her that, you know, it wasn't working, I couldn't really feel it. And so she bumped up my prescription from 60 a month to 90 a month, and I was off to the races. So for the next year, I, I um, spiraled down into the big spin out of um, Adderall addiction. So, uh, you know, 90 pills a month, um, 
once in a great while I'd be able to stretch that out for three weeks it would usually last me about two weeks um, you know a few days here and there of, of none at all or or actually following the prescription that I was supposed to be following but also there are some days of getting up to you know 120 140 milligrams a day just to get just to go to work just to stay happy just to do a couple things after work help me work out help me do some writing um, you know it was my excuse and uh, then the problem was um, you know when I didn't have the Adderall that was the problem that was when I would spin out mentally emotionally um, so I'm doing two weeks on two weeks off typically throughout the month and those two weeks I was off I couldn't handle myself uh, my beautiful girl couldn't handle me my job that I'm thankful to still have couldn't handle me and um, I just hated myself I really really hated myself my addiction I hated everything and everyone and it was tough, man. But I didn't didn't want to give it up there for a while. And eventually, after a year, year and a half of this, uh, I knew something had to be done. I was one step away from losing everything. Put it that way. I had made many apologies, many amends. And then a few weeks later, found myself making those same apologies, same amends. And I knew I was in trouble. So, um, I had a really, really long talk with myself one day. I knew I had the power within myself to, to quit or to do whatever it is I wanted to do. Like I had a decision. I could either follow this, this prescription uh, the way that I was supposed to. Um, and I could stay a little bit high every day, all day, for the rest of my life, you know, just enough not to be a grouchy asshole, or I could give it up altogether, and, uh, you know, I had a really, really long talk with myself, uh, and I had a really long talk with my higher power, which I hadn't really had much of a relationship with for a long time, you know, unless I needed something, or unless I was mad needed somebody to yell at which was quite often but I, had, I didn't have a relationship and um, I hadn't, hadn't been asking for the right things so um, I made a decision I asked for help I surrendered I surrendered completely and it put me in, in an insanely vulnerable spot and I just felt raw and open and vulnerable and you know happy and unhappy and mad and sad and glad and I was just feeling everything at once and feeling everything that I'd been trying to block for the last 20 years over the next couple weeks too and um, I find myself uh, walking all by myself into uh, recovery meetings and 
it was, you know, I'm sure looking back now, it was my higher power that was uh, sort of pushing me into those rooms. Because if I had sat down and, and thought too hard about it, I would have come up with a million excuses as to why I don't need to go there. I can do this myself. I quit alcohol by myself. Blah, blah, blah. So... Um... So yeah, I, I started seeking help from strangers and being vulnerable with people who had been there before and had the same problems I was going through. It was insane. Looking back, I mean, this wasn't even all that long ago. It was insane. And I'm thankful that I did that and I'm thankful to be where I am at, at 45 years of age. So I guess that's my birthday present to myself, is uh, a clear mind, a healthier body. No days are perfect. I've had some good days, I've had some bad days, I've had some really good days, I've had some really bad days. And I've had a couple neutral days, but you know what? I know for a fact, 100% fact, no doubt in my mind, I'm on the right path and I'm slowly getting better. So, um, yeah, so that's that. So, that is my big things for the time being, you know. Um, I'm here to encourage other people to do big things. I've done, uh, you know, things in my life that some would consider big things. And they changed my life. They helped me become a better person and those are some of the seminal moments in my life that I look back on with great fondness and this is also this is my new big thing and even though it hasn't been all that long I am already looking back on this with great fondness and um, I'm not really happy to be here so if I could say anything to to you guys it would be uh um, get the help you need. Do the things you need to do. In the back of my mind, I knew this was something that always had to be done. And I wasn't ready. And I was making a million excuses. And I was telling myself I'm strong enough to do this on my own. But with addiction, um, you really need the help of others. I see that now. Sure, I quit drinking on my own, but I wasn't getting any better. I was what they call a dry drunk. I wasn't drinking, but emotionally, I was still a wreck. So, if you are struggling with any sort of addiction, you know, if it's enhancing your life, great. Stick with it. I'm all about it. But if it's not enhancing your life, and if it's more of a problem than anything else... Um, and, you're, and you're thinking about giving something up, seek the help of others. My DMs are open. I'll give you my phone number. Be happy to talk to you. Or if you know someone else that struggled in the past, call them up. I'm sure that they are probably just waiting to hear from you. Especially about something like this. If somebody's been through it, they probably would love to help you. And... Doing it on your own is a lonely, lonely place that doesn't have a lot of success rate. So, 
it's really hard to pick up the phone. It's way out of my comfort zone to pick up the phone and ask for help. Especially from someone who's a stranger or, gosh, even my friends. It's just difficult for me to pick up the phone and, and ask for help or ask someone else what they're going through, what their, what their problems are this week, just to get yourself out of your own head. Uh, that's that's one of my issues is I just get caught in these loops in my head going around and around and um, I, I, I try anything and everything I can to get out of these thoughts I'll try distraction tactics I'll try exercising I'll try putting in headphones and blasting some happy music I got a lot of different distraction tactics and once in a while they work and sometimes they don't so um, yeah, one thing that helps is just picking up that phone, calling somebody up and asking how they're doing. What are they going through? Um, ask them to be honest. Be honest with them. Tell them what you're going through. And when they start to be vulnerable with you, you'll, you'll realize that um, you can be of help. You can probably be of service to them. And that's going to get you outside of your own head. And I'm definitely no pro at any of this stuff. It's all super new to me, but these are just a couple tips that have really, really helped me. So give it a shot, man. Give it a shot. If you're, if you're struggling with something, give it a shot. Uh, I don't know. I guess I could keep going and talk about other topics, but I don't know, man. This stuff's exhausting for me. Like... I, it's like I equally love talking about it, and I'm so thankful and glad that I am where I am. And I equally don't like it. It's embarrassing. It's vulnerable. It gives me a headache. Like, literally. I think like I'm literally getting a headache just talking about this stuff. Um, but, you know, I mean, just find what's right for you. Experiment. Try different stuff. You know, my suggestions might help a couple people, but it's not going to be right for everybody. My way is not the way. Find what works for you. Find what works best. I guess that's about all I have for now. Don't know if I'm actually going to publish this thing. It's embarrassing, but I feel like it could help a couple people. Being vulnerable is, I don't know, I guess I've already said it. it, it's tough man, I don't know how to do it, I'm still learning how to do it, but we gotta start somewhere, and you know, I'm 45 today, a 45 year old idiot, is trying to be a better person every day, every year, trying to gain some wisdom, glean some insight here and there, and just be a little bit smarter from day to day. And I'm definitely not perfect. I'm definitely still in the struggle. But I'm on the right path. And I hope you're on the right path. Or if you're not and you're trying to jump on the right path, give me a shout. I don't know if I'll be able to help you, but I can listen. And uh, I can support you. So... That's all I got. I'm checking out for today. It's uh, about 7.30 a.m. February 25th. My 45th birthday.
I'm at work. And uh, life is short, baby. Do big things. Peace.